you know, and sometimes you hear you hear the phrase, you know, that, that guy was smoking. Well, this guy was actually smoking. I mean, anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, three hours and 33 minutes chain smoking, you know. For a no. marathon. Yeah, for, yeah. That's only slightly slower than I ran last week. <laughs> Not Maybe you should take up smoking. <laughs> Imagine what you could do with a pack of Marlboro Lights. Hey everybody, it's Jeremy from the Thompson Running Show joining you bundled up. I'm actually not that cold right now, but it is a chilly morning after the uh, Woodlake Estates, I guess we could call it a group run, because the three Thompsons were here. Yeah. And uh, Jason happily. Yeah. Happily here this morning. I only did this because I know Patrick's going to be listening in the morning. I didn't want him to wake up and not hear my voice. That's true. (laughs) Because he's already gone two weeks. Right. Uh, last week, not able to record a podcast, but uh, yeah, it's chilly. This is, uh, it's, it was 25, and with the wind, I saw 17 on the yeah, app this morning. That first stretch of wind was right in the face. Tough. I went the opposite way. Smart move. <laughs> but uh, we're smart about it this year. We usually get one or two podcasts where it's, uh, it's pretty ridiculous every year, and this is the one. You'd have come to the trail this morning. I'd have had a fire. I, I gathered... Well, if I'd have known, nobody was going to show up. We'd have come to the trail. But Chad told me yesterday that he was going to be here. I think he said that. Oh, yeah. When can you ever trust Chad to be at a run? Yeah, yeah Chad, Chad's the last guy that's going to show up at a run. You know? I think he, he used the phrase, yesterday. see y'all tomorrow. Yeah, he sure did. Uh, so I didn't want to leave him hanging. Well, unless he's going to be somewhere near the house. And Holden, I, I probably him. won't see. Come to yeah. mom's for lunch? Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what he's doing. <laughs> anyway, we're having a good time at least, but we can't, I came prepared. Brought some hot hands, hand warmers, mm. and i tell you what, that Much was a lifesaver yeah. on the run. I brought Jason a heating pad yeah. sitting on. And I just brought Global a whole news. bunch of man. Okay. You know. yeah, Mark told us that his... Uh, Hamburger meat. His uh, chest hair would keep him warm today, but he is wearing several layers of clothes over the chest here. But uh, this week, going to do a Louisiana Marathon recap in local racing news. Shamrock Run registration is opened up. Tangy Running Club has a team, so if you sign up, uh, go ahead and sign up with the team. I think we were at 14 still uh, as of last time I looked, and then also Strawberry Strut registration opened up, and I know, I don't know if Dustin had anything to do with it, but we talked a lot uh, last spring about race costs and things like that, and they opened up at $35 for 5K or 10K. Really good price. You do not see $35 on a 10K very often anymore, so much appreciated on that, and uh, got a lot to recap with Louisiana Marathon. Got uh, Holden Rocket Fest run is that April? I think it was the sixth. Looking forward to that. I wonder where we're gonna run at. Yeah, I'm gonna be out of town for that one, I believe. So y'all have to hold wow, down for the whole thing, <laughs> other than uh, Scott Nettles. Scott Nettles. <laughs> yeah, some of the other people running. Yeah, <laughs> I think Brogan said he's was thinking about being okay. out there for uh, that. Maybe so. I'll take third <laughs> until more people start. <laughs> over there. But uh, yeah, check that out. Uh, Rachel Nettles posted about that in the Tangy Running Club group. 
Maddox and, would be there. That's, yeah, you, yeah, you're definitely not. Yeah, well, yeah. So you just dropped out of that. It depends on how deep they go into age groups. If they go five deep yeah, into age top groups. 10, I need top <laughs> 10. Uh, but I think that's all. Crescent City Classic, but that's not really a one that we normally go do. But I know a lot of local runners like to go down there. But yeah, uh, Mardi Gras Mambo, actually. A fresh junkie race coming up two weeks from today. No, one week from today. That's next weekend. Yeah. Probably the most gaudy medal I ever got is the Mardi Gras Mambo finishers medal. We do have a local group of people going next weekend. And uh, I mean, I've heard some chatter about people going to the Shamrock Run in uh, New Orleans. I don't know what that one's That one's early March, I yeah. think. Yeah, lots going on. Spring is about to be sprung because it's 25 degrees this morning. Wednesday, and Tuesday and Wednesday, I think the low is 62. Love that. <laughs> so, uh, big swing here in the weather. Uh, that's all we got locally. Mark is going to bring us around the globe. Wow, and we're going to go around the globe, too. I want to apologize ahead of time. There's going to be some jet lag because we are going all over. Global news. There we go. <laughs> we're going to start in Canada. Where Ben Popjoy set the world record for the most marathons run in a year. In 2023, this 42-year-old runner ran 242 marathons in nearly 70 countries, breaking the previous record of 239. Wow. Uh, he just doesn't understand what it's like to be 43. No, when I was 42... <laughs> now, it, these are ones you got to sign up for, or is he just no, just just a, just the distance. I don't think you know. And what was the number again? Uh two hundred and forty-two. I'm not going to take that. Uh and uh, the big takeaway he got from this, y'all want to hear the quote? Anything? Don't ever do it again. Bet on yourself. Mm. Bet on yourself. Man. I gotta remember that. Maybe I'll do that at the holding race, and then I win it. I don't know. It should be a what do they call it? Oh, long shot. Long odds on that one. All right. You know I like to go to China when I can, so we going to China right now. Fifty-two year old marathoner, and his name is Uncle Chin. I didn't know. That uncle could actually be a first name. We were watching a cooking show recently where the guy's name was Brother Luck. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, this is Uncle Chen. <laughs> he finished the uh, Zyaman Marathon on January 7th in three hours, 33 minutes. He crossed the finish line and was promptly disqualified. For what? Chain smoking. He smoked <laughs> during the entire marathon. Can't smoke during the marathon? Two years ago, they put smoking as a practice. They called uncivilized behavior. They equated it with open defecation and trampling upon green spaces. So Uncle Chin, who is a, a ultra runner, he's run 50Ks and 12-hour runs, all smoking all the time. Man, that seems tough. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you hear, you hear the phrase, you know, that, that guy was smoking. Well, this guy was actually smoking. I mean, anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, three hours and 33 minutes chain smoking, you know. For a marathon. Yeah. For, yeah. That's only slightly slower than I ran last week. <laughs> Maybe you should take up smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine what you could do with a pack of Marlboro Lights. Probably helps him keep his weight down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And from China, we go to Mexico. Meridia, Mexico. Uh, the 
2024 Meridia Half Marathon, Juan Esteban Pizarro of Argentina surged from third place to first at the 17K mark, which is in real distance, 10.5 miles. <laughs> and upon approaching the finish line, they dropped the, uh, what do you call the thing? You tape. Pull, the tape. Uh, thought he was a uh, 10K finisher. And so they had him circle back when they realized they had him just make another circle. He was four minutes ahead of the second place, so he had time. And they, uh, they put the tape back up. He, he got his picture and uh, his $200 finishing prize. So That's weird. I would be very disappointed, you know? Yeah. Because if I was going to win a race, there was already a lot of luck involved. There was always <laughs> so people have fallen. Yeah, down. there there have been a tragedy. There's, There's been, been a uh, yeah, plane, multiple plane crashes and things. And then if if I got to that point where then they dropped up, oh, I'd be mad. But anyway, yeah. And it's one thing, uh, like some local races don't really have the tape anymore. That makes me think of Drew Dog. Whenever he's a little fella, uh, we did the race in. Terabella, is that yeah. the one? Yeah. And uh, he took second, but they still had the tape laying right there, so it made him put it back up and let him run through it. <laughs> <laughs> I've only run through tape one time, uh, but it's a cool experience. Yeah, I bet. It's one of those re- races where nobody showed up, so maybe you'll have that luck and hold it. Yeah, I'll doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go to Ireland for a minute. Yeah, Dublin. Uh, Shane Healy broke the... 3K Masters Road run uh, record with a jaw dropping, and I'm, that's in parentheses because that's what the article said. Eight minutes forty-seven seconds, beating the old record by eleven minutes. Apparently, that is quite a feat. They called it uh, jaw dropping and an astounding achievement. How far is that? That is one point eight six miles. But that's not. Maybe that's the record for that course. Yeah, no, yeah. for fi- uh, he's fifty-five years oh, okay. old. Okay, all right, got you. Okay. But uh, I was like, no, that's the world record is much faster than that. Yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was something they considered to be, like I say, an astounding achievement. So, out of iron, we want to congratulate him, Mr. Yeah. Healy, uh, listener. Yes. Uh, Malaysia. We got two more. We're gonna go to Malaysia. There's a TikTok video <laughs> out of Malaysia. Oh, Jeremy, we'll have plenty of time to talk about you. and yeah, Won't we, Jay? <laughs> I'm anxious to hear it. I haven't heard anything about it yet. No, me either. <laughs> yeah, me either. You haven't heard anything about it. I haven't talked to you this week. Anyway, And uh, for that, I want to thank you. <laughs> There's a TikTok video with uh, 540 thousand likes from a 5k in Malaysia showing a baby goat with its own wearing its own bib leaving its um, master I guess you would call it or its owner and running through the crowd uh, crossing the finish line he didn't win but uh, a baby goat I've seen people run with dogs and you know children we saw somebody run with a dog in a stroller on Thanksgiving day but there's a baby goat, if you want to look that up. If, if you're into Malaysian TikTok videos, this is one of the hot ones right now. I'm not uh, looking. And the last place we're going to go to, we think it's cold this morning. I say this for laugh. Does the goat to, have a name? Can we congratulate listener? Uh, yes, the goat has a name. 
uh, Anami, N-A-M-I. Congratulations, Anami. And that was its second uh, 5K. So, it's, goat's only five months old. So, you think you started Drew Young, <laughs> you know. Uh, we're going to go to uh, the Siberian settlement, uh, settlement of Oymakayan for the Siberian Marathon. Um, we think it's cold here. Minus 62 degrees Fahrenheit. That's dumb. <laughs> not even this is already getting dumb. Thir- 38 <laughs> runners. Uh, they had a full and a half. They had 38 runners. Uh, any idea of what the completion time would be in a marathon that is uh, minus 62 degrees Fahrenheit? Three hours and 22 minutes. I would say they'd want to get it done pretty quickly. Three hours? <laughs> 3.07. That's, just, that, that's impressive. Uh, said most of the people were covered in ice when they uh, crossed the finish line. Most of them, the, the biggest trouble they had was their eyes actually would ice Freeze over. Open. And uh, thermal mask and uh, heated insoles were the big thing there. So congratulations to Constantine... Dragnuyov, who ran it in 307. Siberian Mary. And that's it. But I apologize for anybody with jet lag now because I know we went all over. And uh, so everybody just take a minute and we're going to stop now and we're going to listen to Jeremy. We're going to come back to Louisiana. If you need some rest, get ready because if this don't put you to sleep, nothing will. All right. So we are going to talk Louisiana Marathon. Great weekend out there. Again, want to say thank you to uh, Fresh Junkie Racing for putting all that on. Talked to Mike Watney at the, uh, the uh, what are they? Louisiana the Marathon Expo oh. uh, last weekend, going to pick up race packet. But he, I mentioned this in the Run Club page, but it's a big race. I mean, there's 5,000 people there. And, you know, we maybe brought 15 people from the club and, uh, he he mentioned the Tangy Running Club both before and after the race. When oh, really? I when I was in the race corral before the start of the race, he said something about Jeremy Thompson from the Tangy Running Club. That's cool. And then when I crossed the finish line, he said Tangy Running Club. We had a spot on Run Club Row. They really treat local running clubs really well. Yeah, I saw, I saw the video of you finishing and him saying the Tangy Running Club. And they don't. I mean, we we didn't bring a huge group they don't have to really know who we are or what right. we're doing but they do and uh it's good that they appreciate the local and just yeah. to just to tell you clear was wearing her tangy running club shirt when she called me that bad name yesterday <laughs> <laughs> well she knows how to do it <laughs> but uh appreciate them putting it on always always a great race Pre-race got there, and we we were trying to get a group picture, but I told everybody it's a little bit of chaos before a marathon, but did manage to get together with Aaron and Matthew before the race, who were our first-timers, and uh, Terry was there, and Chris was kind of running around, and his brother was there. I think they were trying to find each other, but we did get a we did ma- manage to get a picture of myself and Matthew and, and Aaron before race. Got there, got there a little bit early, got set up in Run Club Row. We were able to just kind of set out chairs, and it was nice because uh, 
I did. I wanted to wear my jacket right up until race start, but I had a place where I could put it and go back to it after we were done, where I felt like nobody was going to take it. So I'm glad. In the future, I know we'll have 15 or more going to Louisiana Marathon. So looking forward to being in Run Club Row again. But man, it, the weather turned out to be perfect. It was uh, probably a little below 40 at race start, but I think it warmed up into the 50s, 40s and 50s pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Uh, well, Run Club Row, is that... It's before, right on the finish chute. Like, is it before the start line? No, it's it's behind the start line, so um, you can kind of see the finish kind of at an angle from where the oh, Run okay. Club Row is. All right. And they don't block off the sidewalk, but it's just a place for the Run Clubs to be able to meet up. Okay. Uh, instead of trying to range all that, it was nice to have a place. Uh, Jeff and them were trying to get over for picture, but they they had gotten there a little bit late, so ended up seeing all the folks from. Uh, I didn't see a whole lot of people before the race, but saw everybody kind of after. And uh, so, I mean, Louisiana Marathon. So much of it depends on the weather, the course, but since the weather was perfect, everybody was out. I mean, they had people probably... Except for me and you, Jay. <laughs> Apparently, we're not part of everybody. Probably from the one-mile mark on, you had spectators, full bars set up and just handing out whatever. People all along the lakes. They had the uh, one spot they had to redo the route uh, where they're doing the construction on Dalrymple, and that, that turned out to be fine. You don't miss a whole lot of the lakes, and it actually gives you a little part with a little bit straighter shot. But the nice thing about Ainsley's getting a head start is that I didn't see those guys before the race, but I saw just about everybody from Ainsley's within about the first mile or two, except Matt May. So Hmm. last year, yeah, last year there was an agreement that when I passed Matt May pushing for Ainsley's, I was going to give him a tap on the butt to give him a power-up. And that was supposed to become an annual tradition. Well, this year, him and Artie make this big deal about, and I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but they make this big deal about how they're kind of like the newest dream team. Right. You know, they had you and Artie, me and Artie. I pass Artie standing by the porta cans because Matt had to go pee. Mm, I never did that. No, me either. Mm-hmm. You go in a porta can and tap him on the behind. No, no. When I when me and Artie, I didn't have to stop. No, just kept pushing. Right to the end. You remember? You remember I beat Artie. Yeah. Oh, he said the lines were too long at the porta cans Mm -hmm. before the race. Uh, But you know, something you got to take care of. It's a little disappointing. Yeah, I mean, it was really the only disappointing part about my day at Louisiana Marathon. (laughs) So thank you for that, Matt May, listener, Matt May. No, it was, uh, I got over it, you know. Though it probably did slow me down by at least eight minutes. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. But I saw I saw uh, people that I never expected to see, a kid who was in the youth group when I was at Holy Ghost working there, Ben Schnaudelbach, saw him out there. He passed me up. He's like, hey, <laughs> hey. Uh, and then I saw one of the guys who ran the Thanksgiving Day run, one of the high school kids that I was running up at the front with. He was running okay. a half marathon. He was like, hey, man, I know you. It's <laughs> like, yeah, that's a little bit longer than a 5K, but that's cool. early miles felt good. Pro- I, I gave up on Boston pace probably within two miles. I knew it, it wasn't going to happen, but felt good. 
early on. Saw Dustin Drews on the course like three or four times uh, out towards the out by Dalrymple where the course kind of connects back up. And you know, I, him and then Abigail who comes on Wednesday nights, they were both out there. And I told him like, you don't know how much it means to see people you know actually on the course while you're running, which yeah. Dustin may because he's done some longer races, but just that little boost you get from hearing somebody say your name or mm-hmm. cheer for you that, that you know. Uh, so I saw them both a couple times. And then, you know, like I said, everybody out just because the weather was beautiful, everybody cheering. And it, the sun was out, perfect day for running. So probably the first half of the race, I was on. I was trying to run 320 on pace, feeling good. Uh, at the halfway point, I thought, I probably am going to do this. And I just kept at that pace. And, man, mile 18, I just locked up. <laughs> my quad locked up. My groin locked up. Uh, because once my quad locked up, I started, you know, how you try and adjust your running you gait a little bit. You start relying on your groin <laughs> when your quad locked up. So that all, you know. I just hadn't put in the long runs I needed to and hadn't got the weight off like I needed to to do what I wanted to do. So the, the last 10K turned into a struggle, but I'll tell you what did help is that probably about the 19, 18, maybe 19, 20 mile mark, I saw Aaron and he looked good. Yeah. Uh, he was, and he was, I could tell, he must have only been about two miles behind me. I'm thinking, I was on pace for 320. <laughs> he must be on pace for 330 something. Uh, and then I thought, you know, he may he may hit that wall at some point. But then a little bit later, probably mile 21, 22, I saw Matthew, and he looked like he was smiling, having a good time. A little bit after that, I saw Tiffany Landrino. So that was probably, you know, 23 or so. So it was nice when I was struggling getting to see Tangy runners on the course. But all in all, I was on pace, I think, for 320 up until pretty late. And then I bled about eight minutes over the last 10K. <laughs> so I ended up running 328-something. Wasn't really what I wanted. But, man, I got to the Finnish Festival, and, Jason, you said this, too, that the the text alerts were not being super helpful. Yeah, I, uh, I, was, I was getting them for you, for uh, Aaron, for Matthew, for Jeff, and for Matt and Artie. And uh, I got the 10K like normal. And then I started getting the, the updates. I guess I had to add them to what the time. I don't even know. But it, they kept coming through weird. And uh, the next text I got was y'all at the 20. But it was still an odd time. It just showed, I guess, how long you it took You had to you add from, all the times like, together. I'm, you know, right. It would have been helpful. You had him. It, you had him at what? Fifty-five minutes at the half. Right. <laughs> and I thought he's really going to do this. something today. He's got. He's got you know, <laughs> he, he just got to hold it together. Yeah, it, it, cool. it would. It would have been cool the had, they, yeah. had they given me that number. That would have been cool. But I would have liked the total. Right. Like yeah. that would have helped yeah. me to know exactly where y'all were. But right. Because then you could have known what my total time was and if I was slowing down. Right. Well, Which, if yeah. you were at fifty-five minutes at the half marathon point. And you finished at three. You slowed way down. Yeah. And I'm, I'm disappointed think, in that. I'm, I think uh, you were at 45 at the 10K, and Aaron was like 40, 
almost nine. Yeah. So from the ten k to the half, you ran it in ten minutes. Right. I mean, that's <laughs> but it was hard to add those times up, you know. And with what I was doing, I was just hoping to get them in. But it was a. Uh, but I saw when y'all got to the twenty mile, and I knew. Okay, well, Aaron's still doing right. really well. And because so he was Matthew. he was only at fifty something minutes at the halfway point too. <laughs> right. It, like I was like, man, they are killing it and then whenever I, I was I got the total finish time but I would then you were disappointed at how, how badly they faded you know, the, yeah it, yeah well yeah I got I got to the finish line and my whole crew was there uh except Catherine was at a school conference but Erica and Abigail were there mom and dad were there mother-in-law and Pam was there always there at Louisiana Marathon supporting at the end but they kind of got me I got my water and I was a little nauseated we got so we walked over the finish festival and I found a place to sit down uh, all of a sudden Jason is texting me that Aaron is done I had just found Jeff Franco and uh, Jackie and Emily Anthony and Taylor from our Wednesday night group had come over and it was nice they had, I guess they had kind of hung out for a while and long enough for me to finish but I'd seen them and the Ainsley's folks I hadn't made it over to yet because I wasn't feeling real good but Jason's texting me saying Aaron's done. <laughs> like what? Because that Wednesday night before, I was like, "What you think you're gonna do? Like four I don't know, hours?" Man. Or and he's always, uh, I don't know, man. I just, you know, just finish. So I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm hopping up trying to get over there. Most of the best I can hop up after a race and go find him, tell him how proud I was, and then I made it over there in time to. Uh, I, I managed to find him, and about when I was getting ready to walk back over to the finish festival. I think maybe you texted me and said Matthew, Matthew was about to finish. Yeah. I got to see Matthew cross the finish line. And uh, I, we all kind of hung out and took pictures and everything, me and him and Aaron. And then they were Aaron was waiting on Chris, and we kind of split back up, and I went back to the finish festival. And I'd managed to get rid of my nausea by sipping on a couple of... Uh, Abita Ambers. <laughs> I didn't manage to get any Helping food me down, right now. <laughs> but uh, my family got some food down, so I felt good about that. But it was a typical, you know, jam- jambalaya gumbo, good good food after the race. And then I managed to get over and talk to the Ainsley's folks, and uh, or maybe I talked to them before I found Aaron. I don't remember the order of things, but so Artie and Ryan and Lloyd and Chad. And, I did manage, as soon as I came across the finish line, I did I did manage to see Matt May, and he, he said how sorry he was about the whole butt-slapping <laughs> incident. But uh, he was... Look, it was entirely up to you. You could have went in that port of can and slapped that man on his behind. I could have. You know, it looked a little strange, but... But, yeah, I got to see most of the people from uh, Tangy. I don't think I got to see Chris after the race. I think he hit the struggle bus a little bit late in the race, too, but... Uh, I did see his brother. Man, he must have locked up real bad, too, his hamstrings. Okay, the one we met at the North Shore? North Shore, yeah. yeah. And he was on pace to run really, really fast. But I think he uh, he locked up at some point, too. But yeah, I mean, just a great day out there. Perfect weather for it. Good music, good food, good drinks after. Uh, I'm sure I'm saying somebody I missed seeing after. Saw Abigail at the end of the race again. Uh from the the run club she was she was they him her and matthew were promoting the run club trying to boost it up and get people to sign up for it come out on wednesday nights but all in all a great day i don't know if i'll run the full next year i've got a plan to qualify for boston before january of next year and uh 
I'm hoping I can go out and run the half and just have a good time. But I hope we get a lot more people from the run club signed up for it next year. Uh, I know I'm missing somebody, somebody that I saw out there, but is my memory is not what it used to be. Was Chad Buster, there? Buster. You Chad saw. was sick. Oh, yeah, I saw Brandon Buster. Yeah. Daniel's uh, kid he coached in wrestling. I call him an 18-year-old kid. Uh, I, so I met his parents who were there at the finish line seeing him come across. I said, that was not what I was doing at 18 years old. So <laughs> impressive young guy. And I talked to Daniel, uh, texted yesterday because he was asking if we were running. You were doing a lot Saturday of exotic morning. dancing at 18, weren't you? <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> uh, but he said that Brandon is interested in doing an ultra race, so they're looking for one of those in the spring. And that is something I'm not even thinking about that much as an adult. So. <laughs> but it was great seeing him, meeting his parents out there. If you'd start chain smoking. Maybe. Like that fellow over in China. Yeah. And then I did see Tiffany uh, at the Finnish Festival. On our way out, we saw Tiffany had finished, and she said she had had a, her best time pushing in a marathon. So, Oh, I know I'm from Danny. Saw Danny mm, Pearson? Yeah, he was pushing. numerous times out yeah. there yesterday. He had had to bump down to the half because he had been sick. But uh, now I see Danny at everything. So saw him at the expo. He's the new Chad. He's like maybe the me of Denim Springs. I don't know. <laughs> when, uh, wow. Yeah. Remind me of that word Cleo used. But he's one of the uh, one of the fresh <laughs> junkie ambassadors, and he's got a good deal. If you sign up for a fresh junkie race and you type in the code Run Danny Run fifteen all in caps, you get fifteen percent off of any fresh junkie race that you sign up for. That's cool. So, I put it on all of our show notes now. <laughs> I'm not sure if he gets a kickback on that. I hope he does. But uh, anytime you sign up for fresh junkie, Run Danny Run fifteen, or check the show notes to make sure I'm not saying that wrong. But the cold is setting in. Yeah. I'm going to stop. <laughs> Thank goodness. Mark I took mean, up so long with global news that I only had a few minutes. Oh, if, I, if I forgot you, it's Mark's fault. Yes. Yeah. I am looking I mean, look, to... and if you want to hear more about Jeremy's adventures at the Louisiana Marathon, I'm sure he – just call him, text him. I'm sure he can go Mark all is now dragging this all on front of you. I feel I'm that cold. way. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure Jeremy got it all out. Next weekend should be a little warmer, but still back to the 30s. But until next time, we will catch you later from the Thompson Running Show.